can't make up songs. I'm bad at it. You just start with one. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> that was the chair. Idea. And then you add another idea. And you sometimes go back to the same idea differently. <laughs> and now you're making a song. Now you're making a song. See, I can't Now do you're it. making a song. Now you're making a song. We're all making a song. I just wish I could harmonize. A song. That was like a Disney parade. I felt like we were on the Disney parade. <laughs> a song. And then that repeats. On loop every <laughs> 30 seconds on the parade route. Hello, Ariel. Hi, Matt. Hello, dear listeners. Hello, dear listeners. Thank you for sticking with us in this winter journey of <clears throat> plan making. I have to say that before these past two days, I was having a little bit of my like winter blues. Um, they were creeping. For the first time this winter, really. Because when you mean when it was negative twenty when degrees? When it was so fucking cold, and then we had two days in a row that was like over fifty degrees, and it's like, ah. It is full on summer now. Well, Punxsutawney Phil saw his shat or didn't see his shat. I don't know what it. Spring is coming. I know, but he's wrong. There, he's never right. Oh. How old is he? It's the same one, or they just like keep replacing it? Um. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, he. Like the old one had to go to a farm upstate. But do they name it the same thing? Punxsutawney Fail. Punxsutawney Fail. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, the parents just keep. Yeah, exactly. It's like a Replacing him. Yeah, that's totally Dave. You yeah, know, that's Punks. Different. That's Punxsutawney. Um, yeah, I don't know, but he's uh, he said that spring is coming. Okay. And it did I come. Fucking take it. He said spring was coming. It was freezing, and then the next day it was like. 50 degrees. I know, but, like, the difference between this week and last week is, like, 75 degrees. Yeah, it's which crazy. Which is horrifying. It's weird. Yeah, My bad. sinuses, <laughs> my inner ear mm. is very confused. Oh. The barometer in my brain... Off. It's like, let's go, let's go. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Thank you, Matt's barometer, for yeah. joining us today. I know. Um, so I did something super New York this weekend that I just feel like I have to talk about because this is a podcast about New York. Crack in Tonka Square Park? Uh, no, not yet. Uh-oh. Um, my f- dear friend Nicole Spezio and I went to get a 17 course sushi tasting menu in a hotel room. Four people total, plus the, the... Sushi, sushi master and this beverage director who would not stop talking and some waiter who just like was there I don't know what he was doing um it was really delicious first so we showed up at the place and on the street we saw it was it's at this place called 3232 hotel and we show up and there's like no lobby there was just like an elevator there's no doorman we're like oh my god we just spent so much money to get murdered in this hotel room Fortunately, that was the North Tower. We were supposed to go to the South Tower. The South Tower was across the street, and it was, like, a million percent better. But we had, like, a full, you know, minute and a half being like, okay, okay, we're going to die. We're going to die. Fast forward, we didn't die. They give you a room key that has a fish on it. You go to the room. You It's called Suite 1001. You unlock the door. You walk in. There's, like, a tiny little area to sit before you're sushi there's four of the people at the sushi bar um and then yeah we got 17 courses of sushi 
it was in a hotel room in a hotel room i'm confused as to why it's in a hotel room that's just like the thing they're like it's their they're just making it like cool speakeasy sushi which oh because i guess you don't need like an oven or anything i was just gonna say does he have a hot plate or something but i guess you don't need well he cooks the rice on something um it was really really delicious but it was just so much sushi and we had a few items that were just like would never order again. 17 courses? It was too much. It was too yeah, much. Yeah, what are some of the things? I mean, we started out, they started off really easy um, with like hamachi, which is yellowtails, one of my favorites, and then like a medium fatty tuna and a salmon, which all very good. And then they had raw shrimp, which I didn't like. And then we went to salmon roe, which I didn't like. Okay. It was a mixture of stuff. Um, but by the end, so the last thing was this like huge crab hand roll and we were both so full and like done with sushi and it's so rude to not eat it and the chef was like right in front of us so we were just both like <laughs> we just like finished it were you like sitting on a like a queen bed <laughs> no it's totally redone it's oh, like okay. it's just like tiny little sushi bar and then it t- with four stools and then the sushi guy on the other side of it and so but the cool thing is they have a terrace that's like the size of the hotel room that's not open yet because it's winter but once it opens we can take our our room key basically and go to the front of the wait list for this like outdoor terrace rooftop bar thing. You can keep it? You yeah, get we, to keep we the get room to go key? back. Well Whoa. eventually yes. They're like we, we we haven't got the room keys yet. They're like on back order. I don't know if they like ordered it from Vistaprint or something. <laughs> but we like they're like just show us like the email that you got that says you ate here. Oh my god. So now we can go to this like rooftop. How terrace. did you or how did you set this up? Like how can I don't I... know. Nicole found out about it. She got some email. And then it's... You can Google it. Sweet 1001, I think, is what it's called. Okay. And it's... Um, yeah, a tasting menu. And it was just... It was like a true Broad City episode. Just because, like, it was so weird. That is so strange. But, the like, the quality was very, very good. Did you dress um, up? I dressed up a little bit. I put on a dark lip. Oh, I saw you, you guys look good. Yeah. You, your makeup looked amazing. Thank you. I put on a lip. Your hair and makeup in those Instagram stories. That's really sweet of you to say. But a lady um, do dress for dinner. It is a known fact a that a lady do dress for dinner. Um, but yeah, it was cool. I mean, it was 125 bucks, which... That's a lot. My threshold for expensive is just... It doesn't make sense. It's... I don't know what's expensive. $125? I mean, yeah. I suppose... I guess it's like seven. Teen courses. It's an experience. I pay for experiences. I don't pay yeah. for good shoes, but I'll pay for experiences. And that is, yeah, that's the millennial way. It is. That's maybe sort of what we're doing here. Yeah. Yeah. We're paying for experiences. But not anymore. We're trying to get free experiences now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, give us free experiences to try out so that people can pay to do your experience. Yeah, exactly. We will refer people to you. Yes. Should we talk about this week's experience? Um, yeah, sure. This we got to do our theme song. Oh, right? my God. Yes. Um, okay. You have it? I'm a, sort of. I'm I think it's f- going to be similar to another one we did. Um, okay, I'm just going to do a little intro, okay. and it'll like kind of be like this. I'm ready. What do you want to do? I don't know. What do you want to do? I don't know. What do you want to do? I don't know what you want to do. Cool. I was into that. Yeah, I liked it. This week. 
We went to the, 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 the Spy Museum. Wow. Spy Museum. The Spy Museum. I think it's called Spyscape, actually. Spyscape. Spyscape. It had strange font, so it it's what a mystery. What do you mean? It, oh, yeah, I see what you're saying. Strange font. Um, So we this was another thing I like saw in my Instagram feed. I was like, that looks cool. Let's do it. Um, and it was cool. Let's, yes. Let's so, walk you through. Spy Museum. Spy Museum, Midtown you, West. Midtown West. You walk in. The architecture was very... Uh, clean. Clean, modern, sleek, modern. Industrial. High ceilings. Yes. Um, I was impressed. I was impressed with it. It was expensive. It was... This whole thing... Very the James Bond. was very high. Yes. They usher you into the biggest elevator I've ever seen in my Huge. life. Gigantic. The size of Matt's apartment. Oh, definitely. Easily. <laughs> um, and so you watch the, the elevators like in a glass mm-hmm. elevator shaft. So you kind of watch it go up. Mm-hmm. Huge elevator. We're like, what's going on in there? So you get in the elevator. There's three... Phew. There's... Uh, Close the doors behind you. On three walls around you is like our LED screens. Yes. And they like, explain your quest. As a spy, they explain what spies are, mm-hmm. what they do. They explain that you're going to go through some tests and challenges to um, determine, determine what kind what, of a yeah. spy you are, what your talents well, are best suited yeah, for. Exactly. What your job will be. I only remember agent handler and special ops. Because that was the, yeah, that Those was the, the three that we got. Two, it was only two. Or two that we got. Yeah. Um. So it was, yeah, so I invited my friend Emily Cook to come along. I had not met her. She was a true delight. She is an absolute <laughs> national treasure. She's a great um, add to our Uh-huh. She's a gypsy, a tramp, and a thief, and a true, true gentleman. Mm. And my and one of my best friends. There you go. You my dearest, first. dearest friends. Um, so, yeah, so we were all tasked with um, oh, going so- through the museum and... Uh, they give you certain challenges to do. They give you a wristband. Yeah, so they give you a wristband so that you... And there's all these, like, uh, kiosks that you go to and you scan your wristband and it's like, hello, Ariel Siegel. Hello, Matt Dangler. We'll yeah. say your name if you go. I was like, how do you know my name? Um, and like, I had to email them our first names and our last names uh, that, and our email addresses before well, we got tickets. Well, there you go. Okay. So that's what they knew. Um, and so, yeah, and then it'll... It's like test one, personality, and it like asks you, do you like to take risks? Like if there's a situation where someone might get hurt, but it benefits you, are you willing to do it? Like mm-hmm. that was a bad example, but that was literally a question. Like that. that was a good example. <laughs> and then there was some like more like things that you got tested on when they were like testing you for like the gifted program at your oh, school. actual like, hard math questions. Really hard look at like, like finish the and sequence. Stuff. Like, like what comes stuff. next? Like 2, 17, 384, 5, 6, and then it's like multiple choice. What m- number comes next? On the first one I got 2 out of 9 correctly. <laughs> yeah. It was hard. I was like I'm taking my SATs it again. It felt correct. like I was taking my SATs again. Yeah, it was it was hard and I feel like I am usually good at those sorts of things. So I was very frustrated that I was doing so badly. But they were all tests that like spies. I guess. Sure. Would take or something that somebody. It was an assessment tool. An assessment tool. Somebody going into the um, espionage arts. Mm, yes. Would uh, 
would encounter. Yes. Pattern seeking, like seeing patterns mm-hmm. and quick quick thinking and Yes. So they were analytics. everywhere. And so you could throughout your exi- so throughout your time at the exhibit, you could just like break off and like, "Oh, I'd like to do a challenge." Mm-hmm. And um it will just pick up from where you left off, which was cool. Um so it was it's also a museum. Right. So you learn about the history of espionage. And some like very good spies, like people who successfully like led double lives and like spied on the Russians and on the US and traded secrets and Yes. So that was cool. And also a lot about World War One and World War Two. We learned about the imitation game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That oh, movie yeah. about Alan <laughs> There's a lot of shameless movie plugging. So many movies. Shameless movie plugging and like movie costumes and stuff. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I'm, I think this might be... Oh, and also there was a car at the beginning of the exhibit that was covered in a car cover. That's that was so annoying. Cl- and there, the James Bond theme music was playing behind it. And he's like, we can't tell you what this car is, but it's going to be uh, revealed in the future. So log onto our website and you can see what our next our coming exhibit is going to be and it was like so obvious (laughs) (laughs) but there were so many there was like clips from a lot of movies they were like movies based on real people but instead of showing you the real people they would show you like fucking what the hell is his name benedict cumberbatch yeah i was thinking of ryan ryan gosling ryan reynolds no ryan Less exciting. Saving Private Ryan. Ryan. He was in that. Ryan. The Ryan King. The Ryan King. Ryan. It doesn't matter. The point is, there was a lot of like, these were props from the movie version of this story. Kira Knightley wore this skull cap. Yeah. I'm not going to lie, I did look at that skull cap for hair. I was like, I wonder if she left any like DNA. Oh, I I didn't even notice the skull cap. Yeah, Kira Knightley. She's so skinny. Yeah, I'm not a fan of her so much. I find her to be cold as an actor. That's part of her allure. Yeah, well, I don't like it. Um, but yeah, I I found some of the early like the World War II stuff really interesting. Yeah. Stuff about cracking the codes, the German code, so they knew where mm-hmm. the German U-boats were that were sinking all their cargo ships to the to Britain. It made me want to see some of the movies that they were advertising. It made me want to see. It brought to light like why espionage is important. Yes. In, mm-hmm. you know, gathering information and yeah, in, in winning wars, like information is everything. Information is everything. They also talk to you about now and like how the government uses our cell phones and our internet clicks to track oh, us and yes. impact what we see and what we don't see and like the yes. things that are shown to us. Um, so that was cool. So it was a lot of the past and now and yes. the future. Um and spying is so easy now because now we spying we have the most powerful now. spying device in our pocket at all times. You're yeah. probably holding it right now as you listen to us. Oh shit! <laughs> um, yeah, how the government has access to it, and there's like different ways that they can go about getting that information. It's like mm-hmm. they could either go get it because they there's certain like tape that you can't cross without a warrant but then they can right. skirt it by they'll just go through the apps or they'll just go through the company or then they'll just go through um some sort of like international alliance that all that yeah. like most countries have with each other for sharing data yeah. so that they can like spy on all of us and figure it out we learned about snowden so they have they have a pretty recent stuff too. we learned about snowden which also they mentioned that so documentary young, I didn't know that citizen four citizen four 
Citizen Kane. I don't know. <laughs> Citizen Kane is great, but not a documentary. Um, I think it's called Citizen Four, and it's a documentary made um, about oh, Edward yeah. Snowden. There was a do- he contacted a documentary filmmaker to come live with him in China while he was releasing all the releasing documents. all the information about um, the U.S. government collecting our data. So yeah. it's all real time. It's very not glamorous. He's just like in a hotel room in China with his laptop and he's talking about what he's doing. He's like, okay, once I press this button, the information will go public. And he does it. And then he's like, well, that's it. And then he like orders room service and then he waits for the backlash to roll in. And then it's really, really good. It won an Academy Award. It's amazing. Um, But he's, it, it was illuminating because he's such a polarizing figure. Right. As to, is he a hero or a traitor? He thinks he was a hero. He thought um, that we deserved to know. Yeah, and there's a good argument for, for that mm-hmm. for that fact that... The other argument is, like, he, because of, like, foreign interest, like, right. he gave away secrets and things that will... Will damage our us. intelligence. Yeah. But this is new, so, this is, like, a new frontier of... Um, there are so many sirens here. I know. <laughs> whoop, whoop, whoop. Trying Woo! to ignore it, but they're just like they're all just trying. Hello. They're just enjoying the weather. Um, um, but yeah, it's, yeah, it's like a new frontier of um, of uh, you know we we don't know we don't have rules yet for what right. the government can and cannot do yes. with the internet. So and we also learned about hacking, which I thought was cool. Oh yeah, it's hacking. like a new form of spying and espionage, and like how people have made weapons out of using code which is really fucking scary because like you could shut down an entire power grid Mm -hmm. we learned about this one virus i don't remember the name of it that was basically made its way onto um power grids across the world and if it was activated it would shut everything down but they like had built something in so it, it needed a specific trigger in order to turn on and only like very specific things had that trigger Turns out it was for controlling nuclear reactors in Iran. Oh, no. I don't know if that made any sense. I missed that part of the exhibit. (laughs) That's fascinating. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it was uh, Russia or us trying to do that? They don't... I don't know if they knew. I think it was like... There was speculation that I think maybe um, Israel and the U.S. were involved. (gasps) Because they wanted to basically like... It would like speed up the reactors. So like the the um, molecules would self combust and so they wouldn't they wouldn't be functional anymore. Oh my god! But, but you could control <laughs> them remotely. It was yes. in order to like gain power over them. Well, it was to destroy them. Oh my gosh, that's so scary. Which mm-hmm. means that that technology exists. Well, they released it on the internet, so anybody can have it. Like this, oh, they called it like, um, uh, yeah, a weapon. It's a weapon. So wow. So that's what they mean when they say that R- Russia has the capability to like shut down our power grid today? I mean, I guess. I don't know if they do. I've heard that they do. Cool. I've heard that they do, but they don't because of their, you know, they don't want us to retaliate. Retaliate, exactly. Oh, Jesus. I mean, if we didn't have power in New York, it would be chaos. I know. Remember the Hurricane Sandy? Things. Best yeah. week of my life. Okay. It was so fun. I really enjoyed. That. I really enjoyed myself. I had a good Hurricane Sandy too, which is not great. I know. To hear or say. Well, I anyway. mean, you know. Sure. That was my experience. That was your experience. Um, I was able to offer shelter to a few friends. I think Melanie stayed with me. 
Oh, that's sweet. Right. Yeah, my, our apartment became an 11th floor walk-up for yeah. seven days yeah. when we had no power. It was crazy. It was like the zombie apocalypse below yeah. 34th Street. Oh, New York City without power is not fun. Because nothing works. The subway is completely debilitated. The subway doesn't so. work. You don't even have water. We had uh, Because the pumps didn't work to get the water up to the water tower, so we didn't have water. Like, yeah. you realize, oh, my God, we're so dependent so on our, dependent. our grids. And it could ha- and it could all be wiped out in an instant. We've From learned. somebody's laptop. Some fucking laptop. That's crazy. Um, yeah. That was, that was cool. It was it was definitely interesting. Oh, um, yes, it was for sure. And it was well curated, and it was beautiful. It was beautiful. Again, so high budget. Very high budget, aesthetically really, really pleasing. Really nice, very clean. Um, the challenges that you had to do besides like just answering the questions and stuff were really fun. There were like some physical challenges and some emotional challenges. Um, we had a really fun time in the laser room. Oh my God. (laughs) I forgot about the laser room. (laughs) All the, all these laser rooms are bleeding together. We've done two laser rooms in three weeks and I love a laser room. It makes me feel very spy. Very, um, Catherine Jones in that movie. Do you remember that? Like, I've never seen the movie, but there's, like, a sexy trailer of her, like, in, like, a black cat suit, just, like, slinking sexily under lasers. Catherine Zeta-Jones? Yeah. Entrapment, maybe? Weird. Oh, my God. Speaking of Catherine Zeta-Jones, remember there was that one exhibit in the spy museum with, where there was that very, very famous, there was a spy that he was a double agent for the CIA. Yeah. Um, And when they finally... Brian Phillippe. (gasps) Oh, there it is, Ryan <laughs> Philippi. That, that's the one. God bless Kurt. Mm-hmm. Um, right, er, and they finally found the spy, and in his trunk was all the like Russia spy paraphernalia, yes. and then also um, oh, his right. memorabilia from his favorite actress, Catherine Zeta-Jones. Yes, a DVD and a DVD from his fa- of his favorite actress, Catherine Zeta-Jones. <laughs> Yeah, that was funny. It was like all the government secrets and then that DVD. I don't even remember. Was it Entrapment? No, I don't think I it don't was I don't remember which thing, it was. But it was definitely... But it just said Catherine Zeta-Jones was his favorite actor. It was such a funny detail. Yeah, it was. Um, <clears throat> oh, one thing that was, was good. So we went in like the afternoon on a Friday. So it wasn't mm-hmm. super busy. But there were so many different kiosks that it doesn't... I don't think if there were a lot of people, you'd be waiting around a lot because there's so many different places to do right. stuff. But there were also places for, like, line... Like, there was, like, a little... For lines to form. That, but I think it moves pretty quickly. I know? don't know that I would like to go if it if there were lines. Like, I yeah. wouldn't... I don't think I'd put up with that. Yeah, I guess that's true. It wasn't, like, worth it if it's busy. Yeah. I would say go at like an an off an off time if you can. Off time. Yeah. Cuz I wouldn't want to the thing that for the line was that challenge, the lie detector challenge where you go into a booth right. and you try to detect there's a if a person's lying or not. Mm-hmm. Um and they give you like a little briefing of how to detect, you know, things to look for. Yeah. Body language stuff and whatever. Some um, actress booked that role. Like the breakdown for that, it's like be in the lie detection exhibit at the spy museum. <laughs> Yes, I she know. She got paid two hundred dollars for a buyout in perpetuity. Ugh, in perpetuity. <laughs> I know, and she, yeah, I know. I was sort of like frustrated because I was like, well, she's lying on all of them because she was like not believable. Wow. But I could tell. I know. I'm sorry. That's so shady. Wow. Like she wasn't really being truthful. 
in any of them. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I imagine, like, the copy was kind of clunky. I can't imagine, yeah. They she had. was wearing, like, a nineteen, <laughs> a weird 1930s costume. Mm-hmm. The lighting was bad. They didn't really give her much backstory as to, like, what this really was going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think they set her up for success, As an artist, she was not given the tools she needed to succeed. Right. And we will not hold that against her. Right. So I got the questions right because I saw what they were going for. Yes, Like, she did the body language thing they told us to look for. But she was actually lying on all of them. Wow, because acting is lying. Although I believe that acting is being truthful. Yes, actually, we had a conversation about that recently, and I had a big Oprah aha moment. Because I was listening to RuPaul's podcast, What's the Tea? Hey, RuPaul, Michelle Visage. I'm sure they're listening. And they were uh, interviewing Tandy Newton from Westworld. Mm -hmm. Genius. Somebody once said I look kind of like her. I could see that. Both got big like old white eyes. Tandy Newton. Yeah. yeah. Not the worst thing I've ever heard. Um, yeah, she's stunning. Um, Thank you. And uh, <laughs> she was explaining how she, uh, her acting teacher in high school started explaining things to her. And she said, oh, so you, you want me to lie? And I was like, oh, I guess, yeah, like it's just lying. But, and then I, we're, you and I were having that conversation mm-hmm. and, and, um, you're like, yeah, but it's telling the truth. And I'm like, but... Because acting feels really icky sometimes because... When you're doing a bad job of acting, it feels icky. Right. I think if you're, like, in it and actually being truthful and, like, the emotions that are coming up are based on what the person's giving you, it doesn't feel icky. It feels so right. good. Right. Which is why it doesn't we feel like back. lying. It feels like telling the truth. Exactly. And if it feels like lying, then it's... Oh, it's just, like, slogging if, through. Yeah, it feels bad. Horrible. Yeah. But, like, when you're in it, <laughs> that's boring talking about is boring you started it. i know i brought it up but i did i had an aha moment about that moment about that when acting you, is lying disagree. acting is lying tandy newton uh, i don't know it's disagree. telling the truth but it is also it, it is also lying objectively uh, we can't go into this again you're you're not you're playing make-believe i know but you're acting truthfully that's the right. Thing. The intention is not to lie unless yes. the intention is to lie. Right. And then the intention is to like tell though? the truth. Anyway, anyway, this is boring. Anyway, um, okay. I have a BFA in drama. <laughs> um, um, we should probably wrap it up though. Oh, wow. I know. We breeze through. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We're trying to shorten our apps. Yeah, we're, we're totally shortening them up. Um, but that's okay. But you okay, so anyway, it. you guys get it. The Spy Museum is open on West. Okay. Uh, I'm going to get deets for us, y'all. I think it's 54th Street. Saturdays and Sundays, 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 9 p.m. Last entry is 7.30. Typical visit takes an hour and a half to two hours. Yeah, I would yeah, say that. hour and a half to two hours. Um, it's on 8th, 8th Avenue between... 54th and 55th? Yep. It is 2... Nope. 928 8th Avenue. Entrance on the southeast corner of 55th Street. And watch out for that door because that almost... I almost, I, I almost died. Severed my arm. It's a very hefty door and it's a wind corridor. Yeah, it's really scary. So the wind really fought me. So um, you need to buy tickets ahead of time. They say, oh, that's annoying. A $5 ticketing fee is will will be added when you're purchasing tickets on oh on site not online so oh. sorry buy your tickets online they will not have a five dollar ticketing fee okay okay um oh and they're um date and time specific so i guess they like do stagger people's entrances so it's not crazy like we had a three three o'clock time and then we all got into the elevator at the same time and they all started us at the same time you right. know what i mean so i think they staggered it in up. waves okay 
General admission. Whoa. <clears throat> General admission. General admission. General admission is 39. Children, 3 to 12, 32. Seniors, 30. U.S. military and law enforcement is 30. Bring in, um, bring in ID. Um, unfortunately, we were unable to get a discount code for this. Um, but if you're a senior or in the military, then you can go for $30. Yeah. Other than that, fuck you. Yeah. Um, so, Matt. Yes, Ariel. Yeah, or Matt. Okay, I'm gonna... I'm gonna... I'm gonna yeah this. Okay. I'm gonna yeah it. Mm-hmm. It's 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 just a yeah. Okay. It's gonna be a yeah if you're if this is something that like piques your interest, then go. If it's something you're maybe on the fence about, I don't know that it's gonna change your mind. It's not gonna win you over. Yes. If you're into spy movies, if you're into history. Yeah. This is for you, which I kind of am. Yeah, I agree. So with that. it was a yeah for me. Okay. But I I don't know that it unless unless this is really calling to you. Yeah. Um, I agree with that. Yeah. Um, then it's a yeah. He says a yeah. For I wanted more of like modern spy things, but maybe right. they can't tell us. Well, that. that's what I was thinking. I wanted more can't of that too, the but tools. they can't tell us. Oh yeah, that was another fun thing. They show some of the paraphernalia, like the little yes. hidden daggers, but they were, old. And, and but they were old. They were from the forties and stuff. Which is also cool. I know. I wanted to know what kind of like microscopic do do robots do they have, and, yes. and like what kind of like flying insect tiny, cameras, tiny drones, drone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they didn't give it. Yeah. We didn't give that. I. For me, it's a meh. I thought it was cool. I think for the price, meh. I thought, yeah. like, the budget on this thing is truly insane. Like, if you're into that, that's cool, I guess. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't... I just didn't feel satisfied in what I had learned. Like, I felt like it was, like, a something skimming. New. It was, like, a skimming of the history of... Which I guess they have to do if it's, you know, this small of an exhibit. But I didn't feel like I got in-depth knowledge about anything really mm-hmm. felt very shallow i thought the challenges were fun it was like a cool way to spend a few hours but i don't think i would pay for this i agree for the price that's a huge factor for the price i wouldn't yeah but if again yeah. if you're into like spy museums and <laughs> spy movies if you're into spy museums if you're into spy museums go then to spy definitely museum. go um i would say yes but for me it was a meh a yeah. meh for me okay i think it was a soft yeah for me soft yeah for me Yes. Jeff. Um. Okay. Well, thank you so much. Sorry, this is like really wrapping this up so fast. Oh my gosh! Oh, do we want to give a shout out to our our friend Nadia? Yes. Hey, Nadia. She's hey, one of our listeners Nadia. who is very supportive and writes great comments, and we're so appreciative of her. Yes. She came to the show recently. She's a Avenue Q fan. She brought me a picture um, of that she drew of me with carrying two puppets and it is so awesome and i hung it up in the dressing room and it means a lot it's so sweet Ah, i love that yeah um speaking of fans um you guys should all become fans subscribe um w i w why can't i ever do it w d w d y w d what do you want to do w d y w d pod w d y w d w d y w d pod 
that's our Instagram handle. Uh-huh. Facebook, we have just search what do you want to do? Um, like, subscribe, rate us. If you rate haven't given us, us a review on iTunes, give us a review. If you haven't reviewed us on iTunes, what are you waiting for? If you, you haven't waiting? clicked that five star button, click Get it. Get out of here. Or a four with some constructive feedback. We'll take it as well. Yeah. Uh huh. We will take that. We'll take it. Um, okay, we got some more fun things planned. Again, if you have ideas for us, hit us up. Let us know. Yep. Slide into our DMs. Yes. And we will see you next time. Ba da da da. That was my James Bond. Let the sky fall. Let the sky fall.